Hello. Welcome to the Radical Audacity Podcast. This is Tiffany Kane, the Heck Yes Coach, and your host today. And I am here to talk to you about some everyday moments of radical audacity. You know, sometimes living this radically audacious life can be big and splashy and momentous, but most of the time, it is the small decisions we make every single day that bring us back to ourselves and say, yes, this is who I am, and this is what I stand for, and this is what is important to me. So today, I want to talk about conversation I had with my children about their grandmother, my mother. Whew. I actually have butterflies in my stomach as I'm thinking of talking about this with you because, you know, our relationships with our mothers can be very tricky. And at this time of the year, around the holidays, I think the emotions and the stories and the messages and all of the things that surround the relationships with our parents get heightened. I know they do for me. Do they for you? (laughs) Please tell me I'm not alone in this. (laughs) So I was having a conversation with my children as we were talking about our holiday plans and visiting family and all of that. And we are, we're going back East to visit my father and my stepmother, but they have not seen my mother in many, many many years, probably seven or eight years. Uh, And when they had seen my mother, it was on a very limited basis for an hour or two. And it's, you know, it's a little confusing for them. And so we had a conversation about it and we had a talk about it. And I told them a little bit about my childhood, about being raised in the very strict, very patriarchal, very cult-like religion that I was raised in, and how when I decided to leave at 19, I lost everybody. You know, at that point, I lost my mother, I lost my father, I lost one of my sisters, and I lost every single friend I had ever had. Because when you are part of this religion, the religion is your family, it is your world, you really don't exist outside of it. And me choosing to leave it meant I left everything. And I packed up my little blue Toyota Corolla hatchback and drove 3,000 miles across the country to California where I didn't know anybody. I knew a friend of a friend that had a room for rent. And that ended up being insane. (laughs) I got to tell you right now, that landlady was, um, whew, good stories there. But that that was it. You know, I, I really didn't know anybody out here. And I started from fresh and I started from scratch and built a life out here at 19 years old. And it's been a very complicated relationship with my mother because she has this deep, deep burning desire to be an incredibly righteous woman, right? To live according to um, what she believes is the right way to live with her religion. But she also loves me. And so in the beginning, there was a lot of hot and cold and hot and cold and hot and cold of, I cannot have a relationship with you, Tiffany. 
oh, you're my daughter. I want a relationship with you. And so it was heartbreak over and over and over again as I let her into my life and we created this mother-daughter bond. And then she would abruptly break it off and say, I can't talk to you anymore. And it happened over and over again. And I always said to myself, you know, I I understand. I understand where she is coming from. I was raised in this religion. I understand the reasoning. I understand the mindset. I know she is doing these things because she thinks it is right. She thinks it's what God wants. And she thinks she's doing the right thing by me, by showing me that if I am not in the religion, that I lose the things that are important to me. And it's like a weird way to bring me back in, right? So I know her intentions are good. You know, there's that funny saying, the road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? I know her intentions are good. So it's hard for me to be angry, but I definitely feel hurt, right? Every single time she would pull away, it's a rejection. It is my mother saying, I do not want to have a relationship with you, Tiffany, who you are is not who I want in my life, right? And that's painful. And so when my children were very young, every time I went back home to visit, I would reach out to my mother. We're here in town. Do you want to see the kids? And she would say yes. And we would get together for an hour or two so that she could see the kids and then be done, right? Well, they were young. My little one was me before. My older one was eight or nine. And my mother said, Tiffany, when you come this time, you can drop the kids off, but you can't come. You can't be here. And that that was a non-negotiable for me, right? Like, I'm going to be there. These are my children, and I will be there with them. And if I can't be there as well, then then I am sorry, I won't be dropping the children off. And that was the last time I ever spoke to my mother. So that stand that I took to protect my children, and there's a long history. There's not just the religious history. My mom has um, a long history of very significant mental health issues that I um, have so much compassion for and so much understanding. Um, But all of it lends itself to my very young children would need to be supervised by me at her home, right? Um, And so that was the last time that we spoke. And it's hard. It's hard for my kids to not know their grandmother. It's hard for me to not have a relationship with my mother. And it's hard to know that she doesn't want to have a relationship with me or my children. And so um, I had a conversation with my kids. Now my, my children, I have a senior, you know, so he's almost 18. And I have a 12-year-old, sixth grader. And they're old enough to have a conversation about this now. And... Of course, I did in a very loving way. If they ever get a chance to have a relationship with my mom, I would love for that to happen. And I did tell them, I said, you know, if you wanted to reach out to your grandmother and you wanted to have a relationship with her, you are old enough now to where you can do that. 
um, you know, and I leave it up to you, you certainly can do that. Um, I've reached out to your grandma on multiple occasions just to say, hi, mom, I love you. I'm thinking of you just so she knows. But she has never responded to me. And that's hard. So I bring up this story because it goes into radical audacity, right? Like the the audacious decisions we make in our lives are often those difficult decisions. Very rarely is an audacious decision an easy breezy decision, right? It's 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 kind of hard. It's it's something that probably most people wouldn't have chosen. Um but for me, the the stand that I took of I, you know, I am my kids protector. They're very young and I need to make sure they are safe. And if you cannot accept me into your home, then you, the, the children can't come to your house without me. And um, that was a hard decision, right? That was a hard stand to take. You always want your parents to approve of you. You always want, I mean, how many of you, am I alone in this? I don't think I am. How many of you really, really want your parents' approval and love and affection? And how many of you is it really hard to get? There's so much to the story that I'm not telling and that I don't need to tell at this moment that maybe sometime in the future I will tell. But for right now, this is the important part. This is what I wanted to share with you, that if you are making a hard decision right now regarding family that you know is right for you, for your mental health and your physical health and your emotional health and for your children's physical health and emotional health and mental health. If you are making those hard decisions right now, I want you to know that I am here for you. I am in your corner. These are hard. They're hard decisions to make. And if you want to call me and have a conversation about it, let's have a conversation about it. I also have a um, a place you can call and leave me a message so that I can post your message. I can I can have your voice on my podcast. And in just a moment, I'm going to share a message from a listener um, that she left regarding a previous episode that I did. But if you would like to leave me a message on this topic and let me know what you're dealing with, what you're going through, then we can go through this together. We can have this conversation together. We can be each other's support system because as you live your radically audacious life of protecting your mental, physical, and emotional health, I am here with you. They're usually difficult decisions that you need to make. And I want you to know that you are not alone. I am here for you. Just check out the show notes and you'll see the link to be able to leave your message. All right. Now I am excited for you to hear a message from a lovely listener who is responding to the episode that I did about my health journey that I am on right now. As you guys know, I had a hysterectomy Uh, I am 48, almost 49 years old. My hormones are changing drastically. I have an injury fracture in my back that has completely changed the way I am, my physicality. And because of that, 
I've put on some weight and I am currently trying to live more healthy and live in a way that feels really good in my body. And (laughs) it's quite a journey. It's not so easy to do. So I shared an episode about this and I had a lovely listener, Erin, respond and leave me this following message. And I'm so excited to share it with you. Hi, Tiffany. This is Erin. I'm a listener of your podcast, and I sometimes follow your reels on Instagram and stuff. And I just really loved your Friday's podcast about the radical audacity of self-care. I could relate so much to mistreating my body for the sake of trying to look thin and not being happy with my body, even though I wasn't overweight. And yet society told me that I, you know, didn't have the right shape. And my family told me I didn't have the right shape since my sister's really tall and I'm I'm not. I'm short and I'm stockier, as they like to say, and I hate that word. Um, but I loved what you were saying about it and how you're learning how to love yourself. And I can get a lot from that because I'm learning how to love who I am and my body too. And I really wanted to leave the message also because before you even dropped the episode on Friday, like I think Thursday or different day, I I was thinking about you and how sexy and beautiful you are and just what a light in the world you are. And it's just so interesting that after I was thinking that to hear you say that you haven't felt that way about yourself. It's just really sad how we do that to ourselves, right? That we're our own worst critics when everyone around us can never be thinking these things, but our brains tell us that we're not good enough. And um, I like that you're trying to change that with your podcast. So keep it up, girl. Love you. Thanks for doing all that you do. Bye-bye. Lovely listener, Erin. This message was so sweet. Thank you for taking the time to share your thoughts with me. Yes, it is funny how so often we are so hard on ourselves when other people see the light and the joy and the beauty in us, and we tend to see our flaws. And so thank you for this gorgeous reminder to focus on the joy and the light and the beauty inside myself. I love this. It's a great reminder for all of us. So thank you for calling in. All right, lovely listener that is hanging out with me today. I want to thank you for being here. I do want to hear from you. So if you are dealing with your own family issues and having to decide how are you showing up in an audacious, authentic way during this holiday season with your family, or you know, if it's body image and health issues that you'd like to chat with me about, go ahead and check out the show notes. There is a link there where you can leave me a message, which is so fantastic. So I can hear your voice. I love that. And if this episode is meaningful to you and you can think of a friend who it would be meaningful to as well, would you please share the episode with that friend? You doing that helps more people to find the podcast and just warms my heart so much. Thank you so much for being here today and remember to raise the volume of your voice. I'm listening. <laughs>